This is Sound in Season. It's Saturday, the 21st day of Advent. Our scripture for the day comes from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 31, verses 31 through 34. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God had made a covenant with his people that he knew they would never be able to keep. In his perfection and holy otherness, God came to his people through the patriarchs of old, binding himself to Abraham and his descendants through a covenant of promise and presence with them. I will be your God, and you will be my people, he had said to them. But a covenant requires two parties, not just one, to uphold their end of the bargain. And who could hold their own in relation to a completely perfect God, who is incapable of going back on his word? So through his tears, the weeping prophet Jeremiah bears forth the word of the Lord to the people of Israel. You people stumbled, but God was patient. You people floundered, but God was steady. You people broke covenant, but God will give you a new one. But how will this come to be? Like his presence housed in the Holy of Holies, God promises to house his law, his word, within the hearts of his people. For he knows us. He knows all too well that our hearts are prone to wander and to leave the God whom we love. He is well acquainted with our ways and with our souls. He knows there is no power in us that can hold perfectly to the covenants he has given. Even our best efforts cannot keep a promise with God like he has kept with us. So by attaching his word to our hearts, he himself promises to keep covenants for us. Holy God could have asked us to shape up. He could have told us to keep trying harder, just to work harder, to break our backs by living up to a standard of perfection set by his own being. But that's not what he did. No, because he knew that we never could live up to that standard. So rather than expecting more of us, he tells us, that standard of perfection, that burden on your backs that you're lugging up this mountain, well, it looks awfully heavy. Why don't I take that for you? Indeed, I will carry you in my arms up this mountain with me. He told the prophets to declare this to the people. God is doing something new. In his abundant and shocking grace, God restates the covenant of old, telling us that the terms will be updated. Instead of expecting us to dig deep within the well of our hearts to find a goodness that measures up, he promises us that he himself will remake our hearts. 
And then he goes on, in case there was any confusion of what this might mean for the essence of our very identities. I will be their God, and they shall be my people, he says. And then God says the unthinkable, the unimaginable. He tells his people that he will be known by them, that he himself will reveal himself to them by his own spirit imprinted on their hearts. Through Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, this covenant will become a word of promise, of love, and of peace to his people. Through his death, God proves to his people that he meant what he said. He would uphold both sides of the covenant. The death of God himself would declare the impossible to be possible. We would come to know God not by our own doing, but because he came to us clothed in flesh, and he walked and breathed among us by his mercy, calling us to himself. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. O ancient of days, in you we live and we move and we have our being. We have no right to stand before you. We have no right to know you or be known by you. But through your Son, Jesus Christ, you have made a way. You have come to us, and you have said to us, Let things between us be right again, as I always meant for them to be. Grow in us, Lord God, a deeper trust in your unfailing and boundless love, that we may live lives of worship and declaration, proclaiming the goodness and mercy of this new covenant you have established between us and yourself. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.